77 WABC Early News presents the Top 5. The 96th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade steps off at 9 a.m. Thousands of spectators have already found the best viewing spots this morning. Millions of people are already on the road heading to their final destination for Thanksgiving Day dinner. Police are not sure why a worker at a Walmart in Virginia opened fire in the store killing six. A Staten Island grand jury has identified numerous instances of ballot harvesting fraud in a race for city council. And doctors are really worried about a so-called triple-demic after the long Thanksgiving weekend. The Macy's 96th Annual Parade steps off at 9 a.m., marching alongside its two-and-a-half-mile route from 77th Street and Central Park West down 6th Avenue to Macy's Herald Square at 34th Street. Here's 77 WABC's Deborah Valentine reporting. Parade producer Jordan Gabby told the 77 WABC Early News the parade is a year-long project in the making, ensuring there's something for everyone. From the cast of Sesame Workshop to, to Mariah Carey, from country music stars Jordan Davis and Cam to certainly everyone in between. There are five new floats this year. Baby Shark, Jeffrey's Dazzling Dance Party, People of First Light, Super Size Slumber, and The Wondership. I'm Deborah Valentine for 77 WABC News. NYPD Commissioner Keechan Sewell says there are no credible threats against New York City ahead of the parade. She didn't say how many officers are being deployed. We don't like to give specific numbers, but rest assured there will be officers that you see and officers that you will not see. We are here in the air. We are here in the crowds. We're here along the route. We're here to keep you safe. NYPD Chief of Counterterrorism Martin Matarasso says all units are ready to go, including bomb squads, drone detection, blocker vehicles, and additional surveillance cameras that have been installed along the parade route. Roughly three million people are expected to line the route. Airports are crammed today as Thanksgiving travelers attempt to get out of town. Scott Keyes of Scott's Cheap Flights has a warning. Don't expect that you can show up 45 minutes before your flight and breeze through security. Expect long lines and pretty crowded uh, uh, airplanes and airports this Thanksgiving. The TSA says the Tuesday and Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the Sunday after Thanksgiving are often the busiest travel days of the year. Millions of people are on the road and heading to their final destination ahead of Thanksgiving Day dinner. AAA predicting nearly 50 million will travel by car by the end of the holiday. And that includes Dallas, who's heading from New York to Georgia in her Ford Escape, despite high gas prices. It's going to be like me and my husband and my mom. We're all going to ride together so we can split the gas money. Um, it will be more expensive for sure. Gas prices are a lot higher than they were this time last year, but much lower than they were over the summer. By the way, for any motorists from out of town that are listening to me right now and may be traveling through the state of New Jersey, just a reminder, New Jersey is the only state in the country that does not allow you to pump your own gas. So don't try it. You will get in trouble. The average Thanksgiving meal is up 14% this year across America due to inflation. These folks are cutting back. We're just not buying as much to have as many leftovers, so we're not going to have as much on the table. Kids are kicking in this year. Usually they make mama do it, you know. But Average cost for a classic Thanksgiving feast is a little over $53 for 10 people. According to a survey by the U.S. Farm Bureau, it's the most expensive dinner in the 37 years 
of the Bureau's holiday survey. Wells Fargo and other industry leaders reporting that because of the inflation at the grocery store, a lot of people are considering restaurants or takeout options for the first time. So we'll see where that goes. Whatever you're doing, hopefully you're getting to uh, spend some time with family and friends. The Salvation Army is making sure no one goes hungry this Thanksgiving. Major Marcus Jugenheimer says his team is prepared to serve about 1,000 people at the Temple Corps Community Center on West 14th Street. This not only is a good Thanksgiving meal, but it might be their only meal for the day. And so we recognize the importance of that to each and every individual. In addition to this meal, the Salvation Army has held 18 events over the past week, distributing turkey and all the fixins across Long Island, the Hudson Valley, and the five boroughs. The Salvation Army of New Jersey is also hosting three Thanksgiving meals throughout the day uh, today, and I think some even tomorrow. And if you don't have anything nice to say at the Thanksgiving dinner table, don't say anything at all. 77 WABC's Bob Brown explains. Thanksgiving Day is a day to catch up with friends and family, but there are some topics which would be better left off the table. COVID. Some people didn't believe in it. Some people did. Some people didn't want to get vaccinated. Some people did. It just was a mess. They're like, what's who you voted for? It's your fault. There's definitely still some divisions in our family and tensions are still so high on lots of levels. Trump being one of them. According to a Quinnipiac University poll, two-thirds of Americans are hoping to avoid politics at the Thanksgiving Day table. I'm Bob Brown for 77 WABC News. Uh, I am a believer that we should give thanks with meaningful discussions, including people that you disagree with. And I have posted on uh, my Facebook page at facebook.com slash fans some tips that I think uh, will help you have meaningful disagreements with people that you're going to encounter today that you don't see eye-to-eye with politically. If you want to check out those tips, you can use them, not use them. Go to Facebook.com slash MoranoFan. The man accused of shooting and killing six people at a Walmart in Virginia had multiple magazines on him. It was also confirmed he had a handgun. Walmart confirmed he was a manager at the store. He was already dead by the time the police arrived at the scene Tuesday night. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin says heinous acts of violence have no place in America. This is a horrendous event. It's a horrendous, senseless act of violence. And today we have to come around families and support them. Youngkin says the community must come together. And a Staten Island grand jury identified numerous instances of ballot harvesting fraud in a race for city council last year, including a ballot submitted on behalf of a dead person and signature fraud involving dozens of other absentee ballots. The 38-page grand jury report calls for changes in state election law, including requiring a government-issued ID to vote. The report does not specify the race in question, and no criminal charges have been filed. The New York Post reporting that the investigation focuses on the campaign of Marco Kepi, who narrowly lost a GOP primary race to Mid-Island City Councilman David Michael Carr. Councilman Carr says the case is another example of why New York needs voter ID laws. He says the real victims are the hundreds of residents whose identities and votes were stolen. Carr says this will happen again until state lawmakers take election integrity seriously. And it's just the beginning of the four-day holiday, but doctors across the country are already worried about what may take place when it's over. NBC's Bree Jackson reports on the triple-demic threat of RSV, COVID, and the flu 
adding to the stresses of the holidays. RSV cases are rising nationwide. Health officials report 78% of pediatric hospital beds are full. Three-year-old Ella Rose Guillaume is heading home to Great Neck after spending six days at Cohen Children's Hospital with a serious case of RSV. Her mom, Anita, says Ella originally tested negative for COVID and RSV, but her symptoms worsened. For her, it was refusing the fluids, super high fever, and just not wanting to drink even medicine. Doctors say parents should know other warning signs include breathing really heavily or if they haven't had a wet diaper in 12 hours. In addition to RSV, COVID and the flu are surging and there are drug shortages of antivirals like amoxicillin and other key medications creating further complications. With millions choosing to go by plane, train or bus for the holidays, the risk of contracting an airborne virus skyrockets. The WABC Early News.